You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. I'm Ken Dolphin. These are your news headlines. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. Ontario reports over 2,000 cases today and 56 more deaths. This news comes after the government says it only vaccinated half the people it intended to due to a data error and more students head back to school this coming Monday. Oregon health workers that were stuck in snow gave other drivers the COVID-19 vaccine. The workers got stuck in a snowstorm on their way back from a COVID-19 vaccination event and instead of letting the vaccines expire, they started going car to car giving out doses. And although one dose may not do too much, it's better than nothing, one official said. Toss to Godwin. He's got the first down and this game's over. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady are going to Super Bowl 55. In sports, Tom Brady is headed back to the Super Bowl. It is Tom's 10th Super Bowl appearance as he goes for his 7th ring. The only thing standing in his way are the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, and their MVP quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, in what sure should be a clash of the titans. You can watch the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Kansas City Chiefs face off in Super Bowl 55, February 7th at 6pm Eastern Time. Right radio weather, today will be partly cloudy with a high of minus 8, dropping to minus 16 by nightfall. Tomorrow will be mainly sunny, but the temperature won't change much, with a high of minus 9, dropping to a cool minus 16 by the evening. It is currently minus 8 for DC News. I'm Keanu Dolphin. Welcome back to the Dolphin Dive Show. If you are new, I am your host, Keanu Dolphin. Let's dive right into this episode. Coming up in less than 30 seconds, we'll go to DC Focus, where I'll talk to you about a potential health crisis on the Durham College campus and some pricey fines that may affect your local grocery stores. Then we'll talk about the big game and wrap up the show talking about what your meal prep should look like two Sundays from now. Don't blink or you'll miss this episode. All that coming up next. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, the Durham Region Health Department reported 50 new COVID-19 cases. The active case count has dropped to 438. Earlier this month, Durham was closer to 1,000 active cases. As of today, 40 people in Durham are hospitalized from the virus, 13 of which are in intensive care, as the seven-day average moves to 95.3 cases. In Durham Region news, over the past week, the health department has found eight grocery stores not complying with the COVID-19 safety measures. Corporations will be fined $1,000 for failing to comply, while employees and customers will be fined $750. If the violation is more serious, a person can be charged with failing to comply with an order under the Acts, and if convicted, the courts can impose fines as high as $100,000 for individuals, while corporations can face fines up to $500,000. 
Call the Stop the Spread Business Information Line if you are witness to any violations or want clarification on any rules. In Durham College news, the college is reporting two new COVID-19 cases associated with the Oshawa campus, prompting the health department to declare an outbreak at the college. The college has asked everyone who thinks they've been in contact with someone in the H-Wing to stay home and isolate for at least 14 days. For DC Focus, I'm Keanu Dolphin. Listening to the Dolphin Dad. You're listening to the Dolphin Dive Show, hosted by yours truly, Keanu Dolphin. 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 Dolphin, where we got everything you want to hear from news and other news. Over two dozen are arrested at a Trump protest in Washington. Sports, James Harden is headed to the Nets in a blockbuster multi-team deal. COVID updates, Ontario reports. Ontario is reporting over 1,400 new COVID-19 cases and hot takes. And at the number one spot, we have Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. So I don't think this song should be in the top 10 in my opinion. And I would actually take all other nine songs every Wednesday at 1 p.m. right here on Riot Radio. Nothing other than the Dolphin Dive. Welcome back to the Dolphin Dive show. I'm Keanu Dolphin and it is official. It has been a year since the first case of COVID-19 in Ontario, and I don't know how that makes me feel. Like, first things first, that year went by really fast, and yeah, I don't know how to feel. I honestly believe COVID will be around for one to two more years, and yeah, it sucks, but I think it's necessary. I mean, as I'm speaking, more and more people are losing their lives. So until we get a grip on this, we gotta stay positive, and I'm sure better days are coming for us all. Speaking of better days, better days are coming if you're a sports fan as Super Bowl 55 is on its way. What a game that will be too. Both teams have explosive offenses, but are also balanced on the defensive end. But if you talk about Brady for a second, the man is 43 years old and still defying the odds. He switched teams, went to a whole new conference, and he still found his way to the big game. What is that now, 10 Super Bowl appearances? That's just unreal stuff. And being a Miami Dolphins fan, I'm used to hating on Tom. But I gotta give him credit here, he deserves it, so congrats to him. Don't go anywhere, when we come back from a break, we will stay on the topic of the Super Bowl, but more specifically, how people celebrate the big day. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk, right here on Riot Radio. Keanu Dolphin, there is no doubt that the Super Bowl is one of the biggest sporting spectacles in the world. From the packed arena to all the viewers at home and the Super Bowl Day commercials, but everyone celebrates the big day differently. I'm going to go over the Super Bowl Day meals that you could replicate for this year's game. I think a safe rule of thumbs when we're talking Super Bowl Day meals is simplicity. You don't want to be cooking something that takes you away from the game. You don't want to miss any part of the game if you're a sports fan. So no surprise for the first meal chicken wings. Now me and my family have found the best way to cook these wings and it starts with investing in an air fryer. This thing can cook anything. We put our fresh wings in there nice and seasoned and 35 minutes later those bad boys are ready to eat. They are so good. I actually strongly recommend it. 
Another popular and simple one is chili. Chili works good because you can prepare that the night before and time it. If you time it right, you could get it right as game time hits. So perfect option there. And for my last option, well, it's not really an option. I feel like it's a go-to. You need to have this on Super Bowl Sunday. Nachos. Now tell me, who doesn't like nachos? You can customize them the way you want. They could be a snack or a meal. And you almost never have to worry about it not getting eaten. Even if you aren't a sports fan, you could have something to look forward to. But on that note, I'm going to end the show here. Hope you enjoyed listening. I enjoyed making this, as always. Tune in next week where I'll give you more updates on the news, sports, and weather. I'll tell you what's going on in the Durham region and the Durham College campus. And much, much more right here on the Dolphin Dive Show. Thanks again. I'm Keanu Dolphin. Stay blessed. See you next week. News headlines on Riot Radio. I'm Erica Carson. These are your Riot Radio News Headlines. Ontario is expanding COVID-19 testing for students and will allow teacher candidates to fill supply roles as more schools reopen during the second wave of the pandemic. Health officials said that the targeted testing will be available in all public health units where students have returned to class. The testing will be voluntary and an option for both students and staff. In sports, Tom Brady talks about how he can continue to be a quarterback in the NFL. At 43, Brady prepares for his 10th Super Bowl and he's already considering surpassing his previous goal and playing beyond 45. His worth ethic has helped him to achieve 10 Super Bowl trips, 6 titles, 3 MVPs, and the possibility of passing Drew Brees next season for the most yards passing if Brees retires as predicted. For Rye Radio weather, it is currently a high of minus 1 with a mix of sun and cloud. In the evening, it's cloudy with a 30% chance of flurries and a low of minus 7. Tomorrow is a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 1 and a low of minus 7 in the evening. It's currently minus 1. For Riot Radio News, I'm Erica Carson. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm your host, Erica Carson. On today's show, in just a few minutes, I'm going to walk you through how you can win cash prizes from the comfort of your own home playing bingo. Delta Bingo and Gaming in Pickering is hosting a virtual bingo game and you don't want to miss it. And you've probably heard all about the show called The Masked Singer, but did you know that there's also The Masked Dancer? I have been hooked on this show ever since I started watching it and I want to discuss with you who I think is under the mask of the tulip. That's all coming up right here on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, I'm going to let you know all about how you can win cash prizes playing bingo. So with the pandemic keeping you at home, Delta Bingo and Gaming wanted to bring gaming to you from the comfort of your own home, and they created a virtual bingo where you can win actual money. I played last week and I was three squares away from winning $12,000. So here's how you can play. So head on over to deltabingo.com for the links and information about purchasing and picking up your tickets. But basically how it works is you have to purchase your cards through their Eventbrite. And with COVID safe rules, you can pick up your cards at the scheduled time listed on the website. On game day, visit Delta Bingo Gaming on YouTube to access the live broadcast. And you must have a YouTube account to stream and play along. From my personal experience, this is so much fun to do. My whole family participates in this and we also FaceTime my Nana while she plays as well. And it's a great thing to do and just have fun during the pandemic. And it's also a huge bonus if you're one of the lucky winners to walk away with the prize money. 
Like I said before, if you want a more detailed description on how to purchase the cards and how to play, head on over to deltabingo.com and there you'll find all the information that you need. And if you join, have fun and I wish you the best of luck. That's DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Erica Carson, and thank you for listening in. So, The Masked Dancer. To be honest, I wasn't too sure how I felt about this show when I first heard about it. I really liked The Masked Singer, but I didn't really know what to expect with the dancing side of it. But my opinion aside, I decided to go over and watch it when the premiere happened, and honestly, I'm hooked. I find it so much fun to try and guess the celebrity and to see who's inside of the costumes. Normally with The Masked Singer, you can hear the contestants' voices and you try to figure out if you recognize them or not. But with The Masked Dancer, you have to rely a lot on the clue packages that they provide you before each of their dances. And I already think I know who the tulip is. From day one, I'm convinced that the tulip is Mackenzie Ziegler from Dance Moms. All the clues just seem to match up and support my reasoning behind why I think it is Mackenzie. So during the first clue package, there was a card and it said ALDC on it. And that was actually the name of the studio she danced at during Dance Moms. And it also talked about how she was told she wasn't good enough and she was compared to someone. And that someone being Maddie Ziegler. If you watch the show, you know that she was compared to Maddie all the time. And her teacher, Abby Lee Miller, also said that Mackenzie wasn't good enough quite often. Another clue that the tulip said is that she was an acrobat, and in Dance Moms, Mackenzie's style of dance that she usually had for her solos was acro. So those clues right there, she hasn't even started dancing yet, and I was already picking up on so many that related back to Mackenzie. And during her first dance, she clicks her heels together like Dorothy does in The Wizard of Oz, and Mackenzie actually played Dorothy in a production of Wonderful Winter of Oz. In the next week's video package, I actually picked up on another clue as well. It showed an eclipse, and Mackenzie actually was in a YouTube series called Total Eclipse. So that was one right there that if you kind of know Mackenzie's story, you would pick up on that one. So I mean, like, it's written in the clues, right? Like, I can't be that far off. If I'm picking up on this many things relating back to Mackenzie Ziegler, I have to be onto something, right? Week one, one of the judges actually guessed Maddie Ziegler, so I can't be that far off if they guessed her sister. But I'll have to definitely keep watching it and see if this week's clue packages shows more clues towards if it's Mackenzie or not. But if you want to have a go at guessing any of the contestants, tune in to The Masked Dancer Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central on Fox and see if you can find any of the clues in there. You're listening to Let's Talk. Coming up after the short break, I'm going to talk to you about this recent Weverse article that was released about BTS's album B and one of the members, Jin, his song Abyss. And it talks all about mental health and dealing with it during the pandemic. So if you don't want to miss it, it's all coming up right here on Let's Talk. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. It's Let's Talk right here on Riot Radio. I'm Erica Carson. Thank you for joining me. So let's discuss this article that was released on Weverse called How BTS Sings of Healing the Mind. 
and this is the message behind B and Abyss. So BTS member Jin openly confessed to his struggles dealing with his mental health last year in a song that he released called Abyss, and he stated that everyone was congratulating me after we reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100, but I wasn't sure I deserved it. So he opened up about his mental health and how he was really struggling considering that their whole livelihood is about performing and doing stuff for their fans, and the pandemic put that to a halt and he wasn't able to do that, so his song kind of just touched base on how he was dealing with it and the struggles he faced and all that kind of stuff. As we take a look through the article as well, it talks about BTS member V and his song that he wrote, Blue and Grey, and that one also touched base on dealing with mental health and your emotions. And they spoke to a doctor of a mental health clinic, and he also has a YouTube channel called Doctor Friends, and he discussed the creative approach saying, everyone has a number of defense mechanisms to cope with conflict or stress, which I feel BTS express and control through music and writing lyrics, composing songs, and so forth. And by sharing that feeling with so many people, they're likely to also experience happiness. He also explained that you can take control of your emotions by labeling them, and most people aren't aware of exactly what they're experiencing or the cause, but they can make a little progress just by exteriorizing it. And I completely agree with that. The messages that BTS are putting out there recently are touching a lot on mental health and how they are also struggling, and I think that's a great way to connect with their fan base as well as help people to acknowledge their own feelings and how they might be able to handle them or deal with them in the future. I think it's very important for artists to be able to connect with their fan base on this level. It's important to show the ups and the downs of what these artists are facing so that their fans know that they can relate to them and maybe it can help them to get through their own issues. I highly recommend that you check out the rest of this article. It touches base on a few of their other songs off of their album B and how it relates back to mental health and how you can deal with it and it just kind of brings everything together that we're all feeling during this pandemic. If you want to check it out, you can go to Big Hit Entertainment's Twitter account and they have the article listed there. Yeah, it's a good read. I really enjoyed reading it and if you're a fan or not, you can find something in there that might be useful for you and how you can help deal with this pandemic and your mental health. That's all for the show today. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm Erica Carson. I'll see you next week on Let's Talk on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. Radio. I'm Rikisha Harvey, and here are your headlines. Ontario's mandatory COVID-19 testing for incoming air travellers begin today. Ontario's Education Minister and the province's Chief Medical Officer of Health will be making an announcement today as tens of thousands of students in formal regions of the province return to in-person learning. In sports, Canadians... Bianca Andreescu gets top seed, first round bye for Grampians Trophy. And Raptors snap a three-game losing streak and beat the Orlando Magic 115-102. And now for weather. It is currently minus 1 degrees Celsius, feels like minus 7. It will be cloudy with sunny breaks, but at night the temperatures will drop to minus 8. And on Wednesday, it will be minus 1 and it feels like minus 7, like on Tuesday. But it will be mainly sunny. For Riot Radio News, I'm Rikisha Harvey. Welcome to Let's Talk Fashion, and I'm Rikisha Harvey. We are going to talk about supporting small businesses in your community. But before we can get into it, here is what's going on in Durham Region.
campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, SAS Spring Wedding and Event Show will be held on Feb 21st, 2021 in Bowmanville, Ontario. This Bowmanville Wedding Fair is held at Garnet B. Rickard Recreation Complex from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. The SAS Spring Wedding and Event Show offers a stress-free event that will have the area's finest wedding and event vendors enjoy the sampling of refreshments, discount services, vendors, fashion show, and so much more. Bring your friends and family and partner and have fun while planning. That's DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk Fashion. Today, I wanted to talk about supporting small businesses since it's coming to a year since COVID-19 pandemic began. And I wanted to share some small businesses that you can support as well. During the pandemic, I have shifted from shopping from big box stores like Loblaws and Walmart to buying produce from local farmers. So here are some benefits of supporting local businesses. Local business owners do not have the funds to go big or go home. So when you buy local, you're going to be respecting that they are getting out there every day and trying their best to make an honest living, even against all the competition out there. Unlike big corporations, shopping local is going to offer you unique products that will be as incredible as you think they will. You'll find unique twists on traditional possessions or entirely unique ideas that create products that you never even knew you needed before you saw them in that shop. There are a lot of local makers who bring their personal experiences, skills, creativity to their products. Take the time to go to the local market events sometime and you'll find out how these local people bring the soul to their products. And believe me, it just makes your day. A big corporation is going to be all about the money. They only care about making a profit so they can get richer and pay their shareholders a fat return on their investment. Not to mention that lots of of them provide lower quality products that are less fresh and full of trashy ingredients. A local company is more than that. They guarantee you a product that is real deal. A reliable purchase that will promise you quality and a fresh start on something that you saw big by a brand elsewhere. And the most important reason, you are going to give people jobs. There's no question the job market is tight these days. And by shopping local, you are give, keeping a business open and giving people jobs within it so that you can help the local economy in more ways than one. So think about the next time you debate between one option at a local versus one that is slightly cheaper at a big box store. And think about the people that you help employ. Well, when we come back, I'm going to be telling you about small businesses you need to support. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. 
welcome back to Let's Talk Fashion. We are talking about supporting small businesses. So here are some small businesses that you could support. Sugar, Salt, and Subs, a mother and daughter small business making handcrafted essential bath and body products for a cleaner, healthier you with less chemicals. They use natural ingredients and every product is 100% made by them. They make it in small batches so every product is fresh for you and scrubs are made as ordered so they are fresh as possible. You can visit them at sugar and salts and subs com. The next small business is Nature's Wellness Box. Nature's Wellness Box is an aromatherapy and lifestyle subscription and gift box featuring non-toxic natural vegan and cruelty-free skincare and household products. Their mission is to deliver hand-selected natural vegan products without the harsh chemicals to your doorstep each month at wholesale prices. All products are 100% non-toxic, cruelty-free, and made in Canada. Each box features five to seven full-size products and makes a great gift for your health-conscious vegans, vegetarians, and loved ones in your life who deserve a unique surprise. You can visit them at www.natureswellnessbox.com. And now, for our sports lovers, the Sport Gallery. They are their history, sport, and design obsessed, and they reflect those values in everything they do and carry, from high-end classic prints that not only commemorate, commemorate a moment in time, but are beautiful enough to hang in your living room. The vintage-inspired garments that are fashionable and tell a story. They feature apparel, prints, and accessories from teams like the Toronto St. Pat's, Vancouver Millionaires, Quebec Nordique, Montreal Maroons, and Montreal Royals, and vintage looks and logos from today's team. So, you can visit them at www.thesportgallery.ca. You can find many small businesses at Shop Local Canada. Well... That's all we have for today, and hopefully this has inspired you to shop small businesses during this tough time. Thanks for listening. See you next week on Let's Talk Fashion right here on Riot Radio. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. I'm Austin Luff, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. He may be the second richest man in the world, but he is no longer CEO of Amazon. After a successful third quarter, Jeff Bezos will be stepping down as Amazon CEO, and he will now serve as executive chairman. Bezos founded the company 27 years ago and will now transition to his new role starting July 1st. And Canada has produced many things. Hockey players, athletes, musicians, and now they will produce vaccines. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced a deal on Tuesday that will allow Novavax to produce their vaccine in Canada if it gets approved for use. However, don't expect to see the Made in Canada vaccine anytime soon. The company is expected to roll out doses domestically in the fall at the earliest. And it was Groundhog Day on Tuesday, and to the delight of many, he did not see his shadow. 
According to the legend of the groundhog, this indicates an early spring. The annual event usually draws big crowds, but this year was forced to go digital due to the pandemic. The pre-recorded video was posted online on Tuesday morning. And in sports, Fred Van Vliet has officially set a new franchise record. The player who went undrafted now holds the single game record for points. He scored 54 against the Orlando Magic on Tuesday. The record was previously held by DeMar DeRozan. The Raptors will have a well-deserved rest following their win against the Magic. The team will play next on Friday against the very impressive Brooklyn Nets. Riot Radio weather, it will feel like minus 16 overnight on Tuesday, then mainly sunny Wednesday morning and going into the afternoon. Temperatures on Wednesday will be zero, although it will feel like minus 7. There is no snow in the immediate forecast, although we can expect some on Thursday and more on Friday, so keep those shovels very close. It is currently 1 degree, and for Riot Radio News, I'm Austin Luff. Welcome to The Pulse. I'm your host, as always, Austin Luff. On today's show, we will discuss Wall Street, Bitcoin, stocks, and why you should start investing if you're not already. We will dissect what is next for Dustin Poirier following his shocking knockout at UFC 257. I will talk about a small business that I feel you should support in Durham region, and much, much more. That is all coming up today on this week's edition of The Pulse, right here on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus, I want to do something a bit different that I have done once before in this program and feature a small business. Now, there's no doubt that the pandemic and the subsequent lockdowns have been ravaging our small businesses. And I feel like I say this at at least once a week, but... I truly cannot stress to you how important it is to support these small businesses, just like we support Walmart or Amazon or any of these other big retailers. And one of these stores that I really want to put out on the forefront is Vintage 905 in Whippy. Now, obviously, the store is physically closed, but they are still operating via Etsy and curbside pickup. Now, I'm advocating for this business in particular because the owner's Gavin and Mike are are just stand-up guys who have worked incredibly hard to get to where they were. Uh, Vintage 905 actually started in the Pickering Flea Market, which unfortunately has been another casualty of the lockdowns that closed down a few weeks ago. And uh, these two just work incredibly hard, man. They go out and they find all their products themselves. It's a second-hand thrift-type store, so they, they find all their product. They pick it all by hand. They work most days during the week. I think the store might be closed one day a week. They have absolutely earned the success that they have garnered. And they are very successful. It's a very successful store. And Gavin, one of the co-owners, has actually helped my studies by allowing me to film my documentary there last semester. And he was just incredibly inviting and gracious. And I was allowed to do whatever I needed. And he was more than willing to help with whatever I needed from him. Um, so you can follow the store on Instagram at Vintage905, and their Etsy link is in their bio. So if you have some money kicking around that, you know, perhaps you were going to buy something on Amazon or another non-essential purchase, 
please consider purchasing something from this amazing business and these amazing guys. That was DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. Don't link me. Don't hit me when you hear this and tell me your favorite song. Don't tell me how you knew it would be like this all along. I know the truth is you won't love me until I'm gone. And even then the thing that comes after is moving on. I can't even capture the feeling I had at first. Meeting all my heroes like seeing how magic works. The people I looked up to are gone from bad to worse. The actions out of character even when they rehearse. Working in the land of the free, the home of the brave. This week on Let's Talk, since it became such a big topic this past week because of Wall Street bets on Reddit and that whole situation, I want to talk about investing. Uh, investing is something that, especially young people, is not very common. And I think it's a bit unfortunate that stuff like this is not taught to us in school because, especially for my generation, buying stocks is so easy. I mean, you can sign up with a trading platform and just do it. It's so accessible. I mean, I can I do it on my phone. It's so so easy, but we don't we don't know we don't know how to do it and we haven't been told about it. Uh personally, I have a few investments. I have shares in Walmart because I work there, so obviously that's kind of in my in my best interest and I invest in Bitcoin also. And Bitcoin is something that I think a lot of people are still very weary of, but more should invest in. You know, the future of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency at this point is still very unclear, but I think it is an investment that people should make. I think not investing in Bitcoin and crypto is more of a risk at this point than in, than investing in it. But besides crypto, I really today want to urge you to invest in the stock market. If you're unsure of crypto, stocks like Apple, Tesla, Walmart, I mean, even if it's only a little bit, this is the perfect time to start investing. If you're comfortable with being in it for the long term, investing in things that are currently closed, like Cineplex or even the airlines like Air Canada, could yield very big returns down the road once everything, hopefully, eventually, at some point, opens back up. There has never been a better time to invest in stock market or cryptocurrency, and I really, really, truly think you should start. Like I said, even if it's something small, it'll grow. Think of it like planting a seed, right? You put that seed in there, and it may take a long time. It may not take very long at all, but it will grow into something good. And while buying stocks is the cool thing to do currently, do not forget about it after the hype is over. For young people who will need all the financial help in the world when it comes to buying a house and starting a family, investing is a fantastic way to get a head start on financial security. Welcome to This Week in MMA, and this week I want to follow up on last week and dissect what could be next for Dustin Poirier following his shocking knockout of Conor McGregor. Now, the lightweight division in my eyes has been the UFC's most exciting division for many, many years, and the 2021 version is no different at all. The options for Dustin are plentiful, and no matter which option he goes with, I think he has officially become the star that I think he was always capable of becoming. Uh, the first option I have on my list here for Dustin is Nate Diaz. Now, the two were supposed to fight back in November of 2018, but Dustin got hurt at the time. I believe it was his shoulder, if I'm remembering correctly. And Diaz, 
appears to maybe be moving down to 155, and I think this fight makes a lot of sense for both men, and I think it will draw a ton of eyes. Nate Diaz fights always draw a lot of attention, especially from the, the more casual fans, per se. Um, but moving on from Nate, the Conor McGregor trilogy, trilogy excuse me, is there too, right? I mean, in terms of money, that's probably the biggest fight for Dustin right now, even with the result of their last encounter. I mean, we saw how Conor McGregor performed last time he got a rematch against Nate Diaz, and I think this loss to Dustin has really relit that fire, which would be very fun to see. And ultimately, though, Dustin should fight for the belt this year. I mean, you know, in the next few months, whether it's a vacant belt or an interim belt with the Khabib situation kind of up in the air, he's next in line, period. If it's vacated, I think Poirier versus Chandler is the fight to make for the championship. Chandler is hot right now following his insane win on the same card as Connor and Dustin. And I really do feel he earned himself a shot at the gold. But all this being said, a case could also be made for Charles Oliveira, who was on an 8-fight win streak and most recently beat former interim champion Tony Ferguson. So there's a lot of options here, but regardless of who is next for Dustin and Connor. It is a very, very good time to be a fan of mixed martial arts. Thank you, as always, for joining me on this week's edition of The Pulse. I love doing these shows and getting a chance to chat every week about MMA and investing and real-life stuff, and I just love being able to talk and communicate and, and get get everything out during this very crazy time. And I hope you take my advice about investing. Um, I hope you stay safe. Have a great week. Have a happy week. And I will see you right here next week on The Pulse on Riot Radio. News headlines on Riot Radio. I'm Anthony Robinson, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. A TTC bus driver sues TTC after he was fired for returning a lost wallet. Kevin Higgins is suing TTC for $3 million after he was fired for returning a wallet to a passenger that left it on his bus. The owner of the wallet claimed there was $3,000 in the wallet. In sports, the Toronto Raptors played the Orlando Magic tonight. Toronto beat Orlando with a score of 123-108. to Fred Van Vliet led the Raptors in scoring with 54 points. This broke the previous record of points scored by Raptor, which was 52 points scored by DeMar DeRozan. For your Ride Radio weather, Today will be mainly sunny, reaching a high of 0 degrees and a low of minus 8 degrees. Tonight, we'll have clear skies and reaching a low of minus 8 degrees. Tomorrow will be partly cloudy with a high of 2 degrees and a low of minus 1 degree. It's currently minus 2 degrees. For your Riot Radio News, I'm Andrew Robinson.
Hi, my name is Anthony, and you're listening to Let's Talk About, the show where I talk about things I find interested in or have an opinion on. On today's show, we'll talk about changes to downtown Oshawa businesses and what they can mean for you. And then we'll talk about no matter what Doug Ford does, he will always still get hate for it. And my expectations for my expectations versus reality for winter. That's all coming up today on Let's Talk About It. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus. After months of debating the future of downtown Oshawa's business improvement area, Council has chosen to break up the organization altogether. The downtown Oshawa BIA was an area of the city where commercial property owners paid a fee along with their property taxes. The BIA used the money from the organizations to pay for marketing across downtown Oshawa, holding events, projects like the flower like flower planters and holiday decorations. This decision comes after the BIA made it at a council meeting back on January 25th. There was a vote in December, however, the councillors failed to pass the appropriate bylaw to, to dissolve the organizations. Business and property owners had questioned the council on how the BIA was spending the money and said it did not provide good value. Many councillors voted to terminate the BIA and have the city take over the organization's responsibilities. Although the BIA will not exist anymore, this does not stop businesses from forming another organization with the same purpose. With the city now having to take on the responsibilities of the BIA services, taxpayers will now have to pay the fee. Later, city staff will have to report back to council at a later date regarding the costs. BIA's board chair, Ivano Larioso, wrote a letter to the BIA members saying he was proud of their accomplishments as well as their 47 year history. The BIA hosted events in 2019 such as the Cars on King, the Bright and Memory Merry Holiday Market and a Butter Tart Festival. This is all for your DC Focus right here on Riot Radio. Hi, and welcome back to Let's Talk About, the show where I talk about things that I find interesting or have an opinion on. And um, I, was, I was going, I was scrolling across my timeline for on Instagram, and I saw that um, Doug Ford released a statement, well, a little video, just reminding people to stay at home and like wear a mask and all that. But like this time was different because he put a little spin on it where he said it in between in all, at, le- at least 15 to 20 different languages. And to me i thought that was like really nice like he tried his best to include everyone because as long as i've known like growing up in toronto it's been toronto's been known as one of the most diverse uh cities canada being one of the most diverse countries in the world so i thought it was nice that he tried to include everyone because we're so diverse but i also saw that people are upset because of he because he tried to talk he tried to do it in a patois um patois um i guess you could say accent but 
patois is known in the Caribbean community, uh, more predominantly to the Jamaican community, as being still English, but it's called patois. And what I learned is like patois. Well, I know patois is just broken English, to pretty much. That's what I learned growing up because you know I'm Caribbean, part Caribbean, well, majority Caribbean. But it's just like he tried to involve everyone in his in his ad in his address to stay at home because we still are battling a pandemic you know it's felt like it's been going on forever and it's never going to end he's still trying his best to involve everyone and although yes he shouldn't he shouldn't have labeled patois as a language because it still is english it's just like you can't really hate him on like why nitpick at it it's such a small thing patois is it's something that we speak and he just tried to include everyone so I yeah I don't get why people have to literally nitpick on him on every little thing he does. Just like be thankful that you have an understanding premiere, you know. But yeah, that's just my take on that. People are too quick to cancel each other this this day and age. For my next point, uh, when you think of winter, what do you think about? Personally, for me, I think of snow, right? And whenever you see snow in the movies or in like pictures it's always the nice like white stuff that just like come down so nicely and people aren't like in like jackets and all that and being canadian being from canada that's what i'm expecting you know that the white stuff and yes we do get that and it's nice the the day that it comes down and it's like you know i just want to play in it but i don't know if it's just me but like when i first like snow first falls i don't want to like touch it you know because it's so it just looks so perfect and just i just don't want to like ruin it but i'm so upset because like my expectations for 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 winter is that i'm supposed to get white snow a lot first of all a lot of snow because you know living from canada living in canada i should be getting a lot of snow but we don't get that much snow it's probably i think it's probably because like i'm living in the south part of canada compared to the north part i feel like if it was northern i'd get much more snow but I'm not trying to move to the north. I mean, I will if I have to, but you know, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. Um, I I expect you know snow to be nice and white and just like be lovely. But then the next day it's gray, like like gray. Nothing wrong with gray, but my snow is supposed to be white, not gray. Why is it gray? Why does it look dirty? It looks. It's just like. I expect my snow to be so much better than this. Like, can you not? Can you not be great? Can you just say, can you just say white and perfect, please? You know that that's that's what I expect snow to be. But you know, it it is what it is. I guess like nothing could stay perfect. Um, things do get dirty over time. But you know, can I just like get more than a day of just like white snow? But, you know, I'll take I'll take the snow because I actually like the snow. One of the few people that actually like snow. But yeah, um, thank you for listening to my take on both how I feel about snow and how I feel on Doug Ford being treated the way he gets treated. Uh, tune in next time where I find something interesting to talk about or how I ha- or I something I have an opinion on. Um, catch me here every week Wednesdays on Riot Radio. Have a good day. News headlines on Riot Radio. Riot Radio. I'm PJ Chair. These are your Riot Radio headlines. More than 50,000 COVID vaccine doses have now been administered in Durham. Officials from Lake Ridge Health stated the rollout has ramped up since early January, especially since there are instructions on how to transfer the vaccine. 
Durham police looking for footage after shots fired at Ajax's home. On Friday, January 22nd, on Cedar Street at 2 p.m., there was a man and woman driving a white van in the area. The man proceeded to step out and fired several shots at the home. There were no injuries, but police are now looking for the suspects. In sports, Jim Rutherford resigns as Penguins GM due to personal reasons. The Penguins have told reporters that the reason was not health-related, and Jim has not yet come public as to why. Assistant GM Patrick Alvin has been promoted to the top of the interior, while the search for the new GM has begun immediately. All 33 sports unanimously want Tokyo Games to be held. The International Olympic Committee and Japanese organizers believe that despite the pandemic that the Olympics will happen. Ricky Bitti, president of the Association of Summer Olympic International Federations, has stated that at the moment are positive that the games will be held and there will be all the countermeasures which we are studying sport by sport. Right radio weather. Today we're looking at mainly cloudy skies with a high of minus 6 and a low of minus 15 with a few clouds tonight. Then tomorrow we're looking at sunny skies with a high of minus 3. It is currently minus 7 degrees. For Riot Radio News, I'm PJ Share. Welcome to Random Vibes. On today's show, with COVID going on, sometimes I wonder if this is real life or just a fantasy. But on DC Focus, I'll tell you what is real. Regent Theater is having a Queen concert. But what is a Queen to a god? Well, Godzilla, of course. I'll be talking about Godzilla vs. King Kong, and who I think will win. Because this show is somewhat of a community of different topics. Like the show community, which I'll be talking why I love it and why it's a good binge watch. That's all coming up on Random Vibes here on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. This week on DC Focus. So I think something that everyone enjoys is listening to music, especially now as it is somewhat of a mini escape. And I think a band that a majority of people enjoy is Queen. So Regent Theater is holding a fun little live stream event that you'll enjoy. Simply Queen is what it's called. They are a world-class act that has performed all over Canada and the United States and has performed in front of tens of thousands of people. So, you know, they're legit. The act consists of Rick Rock, love that name, a Freddie Mercury impersonator extraordinaire, guitarist Bob Wagner, who was handpicked by Brian May and Roger Taylor from Queen to play in multiple productions of We Will Rock You, the Queen musical. Drummer Greg Hocko, a successful composer who has done music for the CBC show Republic of Doyle, and lastly, Mitch Taylor, who plays the bass and is a veteran of the Southwestern Ontario circuit. This group plays all of the band's iconic songs and makes sure to faithfully recreate the grand scope of the band's live shows both visually and musically. And they got no backing track, so this is 100% all real. This will be a live and virtual event, but I think it's probably best to stay at home right now and watch this from the comfort of your own bed. But if you do go see a live, be sure to wear a mask and follow the rules. Tickets are $85 per person, and if you are doing this virtually, an online code will be sent to you so you can watch it. And all of this will take place February 13th at 8pm. So make sure to grab your ticket and then feel like the champion while enjoying this event. You're listening to the broadcasting for radio and contemporary media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio.
welcome to Random Vibes, the show where I just, you know, anything goes. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. So, lizard versus monkey, lizard versus monkey, lizard versus monkey. That's right, Godzilla versus King Kong. So, I haven't seen the original Godzilla and King Kong, and I haven't seen, like, the modernized Godzilla King Kong movies, but I do want to see them because they do look interesting. And, like, also for the old Godzilla, there's been some monsters that I'm like, yo, that design's sick. Like, search up Gigan, G-I-G-A-N. <laughs> Favorite design. But, yeah, so, who do I think will win? Honestly, I think it's going to be Godzilla. But if you look at the trailer, people have been pointing this out that Mechagodzilla is in it. So... Honestly, I think it's probably going to end with, like, Monkey and Lizard teaming up to defeat Metal Lizard, because it's been a huge misunderstanding. <laughs> but yeah, that's the short of it. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, this movie, it looks really dumb, but, like, the fun kind of dumb. Because literally in the trailer, they're on a helicraft carrier, and they're just punching one another. And Godzilla, or no, not Godzilla... King Kong gets an axe, which apparently has been revealed to be made out of, like, the dead ancestors of Godzilla, and potentially, like, a piece of skin off of Godzilla, and King Kong is gonna use that as a weapon, so basically monkey with giant axe, I love it. Also, that shot in the trailer where it's, like, a neon city, yo, that looks so cool, but yeah, I, I think... Given the other Godzilla movies, I think this probably will be, like, the best one. Well, of the modernized American versions. Because I think uh, what I heard, Godzilla, and I think the sequel, King of Monsters, was alright, but they focused too much on humans. And whenever monsters fight, there was more focus on the humans. So, let's hope it's mostly just action, because that's importantly just, like, what I want to see and what most people want to see. But yeah, I, I'm excited. It, it looks fun. And now a show I binged watched the entirety of Quarantine. Though it didn't take long. So Community is a show that was made by Dan Harmon, which you probably know from popular show Richter and Mortimer. And basically it's about a bunch of misfits who join together and are just trying to get through college. It, it starts out normal and then like season 6 it's just ridiculous. Though I think kind of season 6-ish, 5-ish, it gets a little normal. But like, I, I, like still, it's a really weird show. Like, my favorite episode is, it's a Halloween, and zombies have taken over because the Dean got some taco meat from like an army provider store, and everyone turns into zombies, and it's just ABBA music playing throughout. That's right. Prepare to meet the power of imagination. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, usually Halloween episodes, it ends on all a dream. But no, like, there was legit zombies. They got cured in the end, so everyone's fine. But, like, everyone was pretty much dead at one point. It, it was weird. But, yeah. Really check it out. It's a great show. My favorite characters is probably Troy, Pierce, and I'd say Jeff. Troy, played by Childish Gambino. Probably the funniest character in the show. Like, every time he cries on screen, it's hilarious. A picture! You can't disappoint a picture! I hate you, Pierce! I hate you so much! Chevy Chase plays Pierce. 
who's basically this terrible, awful man who, you know, occasionally grows up, but due to executive meddling, yeah, that kind of gets a bit screwed over, and still, like, Chevy Chase is really funny in this show, like, he plays this deplorable, racist, sick man, but it's still, he's still funny. They have an illegal trampoline back there! And then Jeff Winger, the lawyer who goes to community college, who's essentially the star of the show, like, it does focus on the others, but he is essentially the main character. He's the normal one who tries to keep the group in order and usually has a Jeff Winger speech to take it home. Do you think astronauts go to the moon because they hate oxygen? No, they're trying to impress their high school's prom king. But, like, over time, the group, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, affects him, so he's, like, more soft, caring, and it's just an overall great guy check it out it's a great show to watch during quarantine like i, I love it though i did kind of have a hard time because there is cringe humor so if you hate that it might take you a while to watch the show but yeah this has been random vibes here on riot radio you're listening to dc broadcasting podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at durham college news headlines on riot radio, riot radio. Hi, I'm Khalil Birch, and these are your Riot Radio News headlines. Captain Sir Tom Moore, the British Second World War veteran who raised millions of pounds for health service workers, has died, aged 100, after contracting COVID-19. Moore raised money by walking around his garden with the help of a frame to raise 38.9 million pounds, or 53 million U.S. dollars. His endeavor and wit spread joy amid the grim news of the coronavirus outbreak. Moore's message to the world was that the sun would shine again and that the clouds would clear. Educators say that last summer's anti-black racism protests have given Black History Month increased resonance in 2021 and amplified long-standing calls to incorporate more black voices into school curriculums. Nadia Brown, a political science professor of American Studies, states that the police killing of George Floyd spurred a non-black people seeking out anti-black racism literature. That and organizations pledging systemic change were positive steps. But Black History Month offers yet another reminder to go further. In sports, during the fourth quarter of a Los Angeles Lakers win over the Atlantic Hawks on Monday, which ended at 107-99, it began to get heated between LeBron James and some fans who were sitting courtside at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. A husband and wife, later identified as Chris and Juliana Carlos, along with two other fans, were ejected from the building. Juliana was caught by the TV cameras yelling and pointing at LeBron with her mask down. People were calling her online the courtside Karen. <laughs> Moving on, the Toronto Raptors defeated Orlando Magic 115-102. to Pascal Siakam led the Raptors with 30 points and 10 rebounds, while Kyle Lowry added 12 points and a season high of 15 assists in the victory. For Riot Radio weather, it is currently minus 3, partly cloudy, going down to minus 5 tonight. Tomorrow expected to be minus 8 with mixed sun and clouds. For Riot Radio News, I'm Khalil Birch. You're listening to the Birch Boy Weekly Podcast. Hosted by Khalil Birch. Yo, what's good? Hope you're doing well. Did you know that your boy Birch Boy has a cousin in the NBA? Ken Birch, look him up. I hate watching the Raptors versus the Magic because I want the Raps to win, but I also want my cousin Cam to do well. But this is the month of February, which means it's Black History Month. Upcoming in DC Focus, we're going to be talking about what the Durham Police, including several community partners, are doing to celebrate Black History Month. 
After that will be Rapid Fire Gaming News with your boy Birch Boy. Stick around. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Hello, hello, and welcome to DC Focus with your boy Birch Boy. Today we're going to be looking at what the Durham Region is going to be doing for Black History Month. So, apparently the Durham Police and several community partners have released a new video celebrating the launch of Black History Month. So, we're going to listen in on some audio from the video. Hello everyone, I am Todd Rollauer, Interim Chief of the Durham Regional Police Service. On behalf of all our members, I would like to welcome you to the official launch of our Black History Month festivities. In collaboration with the Region of Durham, the Ontario Black History Society, the Canadian Jamaican Club of Oshawa and Durham One, we are presenting a virtual celebration that will be fun and educational. This video is created by our Black History Month committee and aims to set out the tone for our celebration that is themed Together We Rise Durham. But our launch does not end with this video. For the entire month of February, we will be celebrating the black communities in Durham. From a conversation with the family of our first black officer to a book club that highlights amazing local black authors. Our social media channels will be filled with content that will start conversations. This year has been challenging for everyone. A global pandemic changed daily life for all of us. And events highlighting systemic issues of anti-black racism also challenged us to look at ourselves and our organizations with an honest lens. Through it all, we have recognized that we are better off together. Together we rise, Durham. So for the entire month of February, the group's YouTube channel will be sharing unique content, including messages from the community, educational videos, and conversations. A new online book club is also launching this month to celebrate black authors and stories. The year-long book club will feature live discussions with authors and more. So you can actually register for the new club's first meeting on February 17th. Be sure to go to the Durham Radio News website to find out how to sign up. So this is really cool. They're actually making this a legitimate month-long content drop, pretty much. Instead of a one-and-done, they're actually providing content the entire month to bring awareness to black history, which is awesome. I really appreciate that. That is really cool. So that has been DC Focus with your boy Birch Boy looking over what the Durham region is doing for Black History Month. Now we're moving on to Rapid Fire Gaming News. Rapid Fire Gaming News. Welcome to Rapid Fire Gaming News where we go to the latest in gaming news as fast as we can. Let's go! Activision wants Call of Duty Warzone players to know that it's taking the game's major cheating problem seriously. That's the message behind a new blog post from the publisher after weeks of player complaints calling for a crackdown on cheating. In addition to confirming today's ban wave of over 60,000 accounts, Activision stated that Warzone indeed does have its own internal anti-cheat software. During EA's earnings call today, EA CEO Andrew Wilson said that more information about the next Battlefield experience, which is due sometime this holiday season, would be revealed in the months ahead. It is not much to go on, but it's the first news we've had regarding Battlefield since November, when Wilson said it would feature never-before-seen scale. Did I say that weird? Never-before-seen scale. He stated that the game takes full advantage of the power of the next generation of platforms to bring massive and immersive battles to life with more players than ever. Google announced today that it's closing its internal Stadia game development studios and shifting focus to further develop the Stadia's streaming platform and technology instead. Assassin's Creed co-director Jade Raymond, who joined Google in 2019, 
head of its development and operations, is leaving the company because of the change. In January, Disney announced that the reconstituted Lucasfilm Games would be the official home of the future Star Wars games, a blast of nostalgia that would put a very big question mark on Electronic Arts' exclusive license to the property. That question was answered the next day when Lucasfilm revealed that a brand new Star Wars game is being developed by Ubisoft Massive Entertainment Studio. A couple hours after that big bit of news dropped, EA recommitted to its relationship with Star Wars by tweeting this message. We love Star Wars. We look forward to continuing our partnership with Lucasfilm's games. We're making more Star Wars games. BD1 is still the cutest. So these guys are still looking forward to making Star Wars games and they are not slowing down anytime soon. So that has been it for Rapid Fire Gaming News. I hope you enjoyed the news and are still playing video games. It's been your boy Birch Boy from the Birch Boy Show. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit me up every Wednesday at 1 p.m. right here on Riot Radio. Hello, welcome to my show Easy Busy, and these are your Riot Radio news headlines. News headlines on Riot Radio. Ontario Education Minister Stephen List said he'll announce on Wednesday the dates on which schools will reopen in the province. Earlier on Monday, List said that the provisional government is expanding COVID-19 testings for students and will allow boards to tap into teachers' candidate to fill supply rules as more school reopens amid the second wave of the pandemic. Provincial officials said earlier that the targeted testing will be available in all public health units where students have returned to class. They said that they expect the Ontario has capacity to complete up to 25,000 laboratory proceeds and 25,000 on-site rapid antigen tests per week but offered no more timeline uh, how long it would take. The Ministry of Education previously carried out about 9,000 targeted tests in some schools in Toronto, Peel, York and Ottawa between November 26 to November 18, 2020. Officials said that today the, the public health units found that initial phase useful in tracking and containing COVID-19 cases within their respective boundaries. Well, don't forget first case of South African variant confirmed in Ontario as province reports 1900 cases of COVID-19. Coming up to sports, the Canadian team piled up 11 medals in two meets that made up the shortened 2021 World Cup season. Two weekends ago, they won five medals, including gold in the women's team pursuit. Moreover, the weather will be cloudy for two days within minus four to high of minus eight degrees Celsius. It can be sunny on Wednesday, but with minus one to a high of minus 10 degrees Celsius. For Right Radio, I'm Shivang Brahman. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Peasy. Well, today we are going to talk about something serious and something not serious. Well, I'm going to talk about the cases that are being registered in Durham College. And the second thing that is not so serious as my show's name is Easy Peasy. So according to that, I will talk about two quarantine series that you can watch and probably the best series. These two series uh, are the one which we cannot get bored of watching them. So what are those? Stay tuned with me coming up next. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Busy where on DC Focus this week I'm going to talk about the COVID-19 cases that are been gradually increasing in Durham College or Durham region. 
Well, if I talk about the Durham College, the cases that has been registered in Durham College are not only includes the international students or the students that are in Canada. Uh, there have been members who are been affected with the COVID-19 cases. Uh, they are been associated with certain community or certain departments. Well, if I talk about uh this cases that are gradually increasing in ontario uh we have to make sure that we stay at home as the stay at home order has been initialized uh from the government well it's our responsibility to make sure that we handle this cases uh we handle this covid 19 crisis in such a way that we do not get affected well as I have talked earlier, the South African variant virus has been present in the Ontario. It's our responsibility to eat healthy and to stay connected with our own friends, but virtually. Well, if you're an international student, you have to make sure, well, because we have loans pending in our own country. We have bills to pay. We have everything to pay. Uh, so... I would just suggest to you guys to make sure that you eat well and you stay safe. And how do you do that? I have two series coming up for you guys that you can watch in this pandemic. So that's all for DC Focus this week. I'm Shivang Brumbert, only on Right Radio. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk right here on Riot Radio. Hello and welcome to my show Easy Peasy where today I told you guys that show's name is Easy Peasy so I will talk more or less serious today. So I have come up with the two quarantine series that you can watch. So first one will be obviously Harry Potter. Well, if I talk about Harry Potter, Harry Potter is a series of seven fantasy novels written by British author jk rollins as we all know that okay so the release of the first novel harry potter and the philosopher's stone on 26 june 1997 the books have found immense popularity positive reviews and commercial success worldwide they have attached a wide adult audience as well as a younger readers and are often considered cornerstones of the modern young adult literature as of february 2018 the books have been sold more than 500 million copies worldwide making them the best selling book series in the history well if i talk about awards honors and recognition the harry potter series have been recognized by a host of awards since the initial publication of the philosopher's stone including four whitaker platinum book awards three nestle smarties book prizes and there have been so much awards that are being given to these films and the novels for the best-selling book and for the best series well if i talk about films that harry potter has been created is magnificent well if i talk about the scenes to magic to vfx to acting the harry potter series is the perfect quarantine movie watch so this is the first movie to watch in quarantine Harry Potter is the series to watch in quarantine. The second movie or the second series I would suggest you guys to watch in this quarantine is Jurassic Park. Now look, I know the Jurassic Park movie is for the small kids. But then, you know, I love to watch those films and I love to watch dinosaurs that are roaming around us. And I wish the dinosaurs should be present in this world. 
because I wanted to see them live instead of watching the fake dinosaurs in the movie. Well, if I talk about 1993 movies and 2020 movies of Jurassic World, the dinosaurs are a bit creepier because the dinosaurs are made of, uh, I don't know, some kind of mixing of DNAs of two or more dinosaurs to make one craziest or the dangerous dinosaurs. If I talk about the post-production, the film has been so dull because of the technologies we have but in the same amount if i talk about the new movies uh, these the color correction or if i talk about the grading or if i talk about the scenes that have been taken in the new movies are fabulous because we have technologies in the coming years this story lineup i can predict that when the dinosaurs can come in the new movies that has been Chris Pat in it. The old movies, the previous movies, it was always a surprise that when the dinosaurs is going to show up. Well, there are so much differences between those two generations because it's almost a generation gap between the dinosaurs. Well, that's it for today. I am Shivang Brumad, your host. And if you want to search me, uh, you can just search Riot Radio and search Easy Peasy My Show. And you can contact me if you have any topics to talk about. Well, I have to leave now. But I'm promising you guys with a package of news, sports events and many more film reviews in the next week. But till then, stay at home and stay tuned with me. I'm Shivang Brumbar to your show. You are listening to Easy Peasy only on Riot Radio. headlines on riot radio Radio. i'm crystal pinnock these are your riot radio news headlines u.s groups tell biden to drop the dairy duel with canada american groups defending canadian dairy and urging the u.s government to leave it alone a coalition of 18 labor and farming groups is asking the Biden administration to drop a trade action over dairy launched in the final days of the Trump administration against Canadian dairy farmers. In sports, Fred Van Fleet hit an 11 three-pointers, put on a show with a franchise record 54 points as the Toronto Raptors defeated the Orlando Magic 123-108 on Tuesday. On to the weather. A low tonight of minus 3 degrees. Sunny tomorrow with a high of 1 degree and a low of minus 7 degrees. It's currently 1 degree here in Windsor. For Riot Radio News, I'm Crystal Pinnock. Welcome to Just Wanna See You Smile. I'm your host, Crystal Pinnock. Thank you for joining me. On today's show, we will have in Durham Region News, find out how much money was raised for an 18-month-old with a brain tumor and what is a Durham College Working Across Borders initiative. Coming up in two minutes, I am bringing you back to Windsor. It's Black History Month. And what park was named after the first black female journalist in Canada? All coming up in two minutes. 
Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. In just one day, friends, neighbors, and supporters rallied to raise nearly 50000 and counting for the family of a seriously ill Whitby child. Rory O'Connor, just 18 months old, was admitted to the hospital for sick children on Monday, January 25th, after experiencing some issues in his legs. After a quick diagnosis, the Whitby boy was diagnosed with a brain tumor and had emergency surgery just a few hours later to relieve some of the pressure and pain he was under. His parents, Pauline and Mike, have found out the tumor is aggressive and malignant and that their child has brain cancer. A GoFundMe account started just over a day ago with an initial goal of 5000 to raise funds for accommodations and other basic needs for the family have exploded with over 60000 raised in just several days. You're listening to the Broadcasting for Radio and Contemporary Media students at Durham College. Now back to more news, campus information, and informative talk, right here on Riot Radio. Four years ago, Durham College started an innovative Working Across Borders course for business students, which allows them to engage with various international institutions around the world through virtual collaborative learning. The project provides participants with opportunities to experience multicultural perspectives while developing sustainable real-world business solutions for internationally-oriented clients. Despite the COVID-19 pandemic, this fall, more than 500 students from all over the world joined more than 120 D.C. students, many of which are international, from the project management and international business management postgraduate programs. Using the Rotary Global Classroom, DC's live stream venue partners from German, Belgium, Slovenia, Netherlands, Russia, Finland, Italy, Ecuador, Bangladesh, and Indonesia came together on October 19th for a kickoff session to discuss project details and to meet their teammates and 2020 WAB project partner and client, 7th Generation. 7th Generation is an American-based company that produces eco-friendly cleaning and personal care products, whose mission is to help reduce the negative impact on human health and the environment. The organization's chief marketing officer, Hanik Willenberg, participated in the WAB event and provide students with invaluable insight to help guide their efforts. Welcome back to Just Wanna See You Smile. I'm your host, Crystal Pinnock. The city of Windsor names Park after slavery abolitionist, pioneering black publisher. A park in Sandwich Town has been renamed to honor Mary E. Bibb, a slavery abolitionist and publisher who lived in Windsor. 
an event to unveil the park's new sign was held virtually on Tuesday, the second day of Black History Month. Bibb and her husband, Henry Bibb, were the publishers of The Voice of the Fugitive, an anti-slavery newspaper founded in 1851. Windsor Mayor Jewel Dilkins said Bibb is the first black female journalist in Canada. The park, which is adjacent to Mackenzie Hall, was formerly named Mackenzie Hall Park. According to the City of Windsor, a request to change the name of the park was made by the Mackenzie Hall Volunteer Group, the Friends of the Court, and it was passed unanimously by Windsor City Council. Irene Moore Davis, author and president of the Essex County Black Historical Research Society, says Bibb's story is astonishing. In a presentation on Bibb's life during the virtual ceremony on Tuesday, she noted that Bibb was many figures of the anti-slavery movement who once walked the streets of Windsor. Bibb was born around 1820 in Rhode Island to free parents, which meant she was afforded privileges such as education, Moore Davis said. She had been a teacher in Boston, New York, Albany, and Cincinnati, she added. She and her husband, Henry Bibb, who became an author and advocate after escaping slavery twice, moved to Canada after the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850 made living in the U.S. more dangerous, Moore Davis said. While Henry was officially the publisher of their publication, Mary Bibb had a far greater role in it than has been acknowledged, Moore Davis said. The Bibbs operated the Fugitive Home Society, which helped formerly enslaved people purchase homes and land, she said. Mary Bibb also founded several schools, opened a dressmaking business, offered settlement services, and founded literary societies. She died in New York in 1877. Thanks for listening. See you next week on Just Wanna See You Smile on Riot Radio. I'm Jay Morrison and these are your Riot Radio News Headlines. A year ago today, we lost an amazing athlete, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi. Kobe and his daughter alongside two other families were flying in a helicopter to get Gigi and her teammates to their basketball game. On the way the helicopter crashed and there were no survivors found. Kobe Bryant was an amazing basketball player, father and role model. May he rest in peace. The Toronto Raptors went head to head with the Milwaukee Bucks. The Raptors lost 115 to 108 but history was made. Kyle Lowry is the third player in Raptors franchise history after DeMar DeRozan and Chris Bosh to score 10,000 points with their team. Wow, I'm honestly impressed. Not many players have done this, and for Kyle Lowry to be one of the players, he might as well deserve a statue in Toronto. Riot Radio Weather. Today it is going to be negative 12 degrees. Later on tonight it's going to be negative 13 degrees. Tomorrow the weather will be negative 10 degrees. 
It is currently negative 9 degrees. For Riot Radio News, I'm Jay Morrison. Welcome to Today with Jay. I'm your host, Jay Morrison, and today we're going to be talking about Ontario's stay-at-home order and the extension. Also today, we're going to be talking about Canada's Wonderland reopening. That's all coming up today on Today with Jay on Riot Radio. Campus life and regional stories about people and places. What's happening in Durham Region? This is DC Focus on Riot Radio. A Whitby man wins $100,000 with Lotto 649. Paul Romanchuk says he picked up his winning ticket while on his daily walk back in December. Paul said that he and his wife weren't doing Christmas presents last year and he knew he had to do a little something. Earlier on this year, he broke his wife's favorite mug and he searches for it online and he found the exact same one. He was on his way back from picking it up and he stopped by to get a few tickets for himself. When he checked his tickets on New Year's Day, he was shocked. He couldn't believe that he won. He thought the cash register was broken. Wow, $100,000. I wish I won that. Honestly, I wouldn't even know what I'd do with it because it's not like I can travel or anything. But maybe I'd buy a new car or something. Who knows? But congratulations to Paul and his wife for winning. Ontario has been in a stay-at-home order for a couple of weeks now. And just recently, they decided to extend the order. I think the last time I said, I have a good feeling that they're going to extend it, they did. Another 14 days. Honestly, it will help the spread of COVID. We should have been in a lockdown or a stay-at-home order or whatever they want to call it. It should have been like this from the beginning. And I'm not sure why we had to wait it out or wait to see the numbers jump in order for us to make this decision. Students are now fully online, how it should be, and only stores that provide essential needs or essential items are open. And I hope after this order is done that things will slowly start getting back to normal. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure I'd be pretty upset if we have to go into another lockdown. Canada's Wonderland is planning to open May 14th. The amusement park located in Vaughan. Wonderland has been and will still be monitoring provincial guidelines. Obviously, they'll be following the rules like wearing your mask and social distancing. Seems like the summer coming up might slowly start going back to normal. For Canada's Wonderland to open up, that says a lot. It's not 100% sure yet, but I have a good feeling that Canada's Wonderland is going to do everything they can in order to open because they don't want to lose business and if Canada's Wonderland loses business, they might even shut down completely. Rumor has it that when Canada's Wonderland opens, in order to get into the park, you'll have to take the vaccine. But that's a rumor, so who knows if it's true. Well, that's it for today's show. Before we close out, I have to give Riot Radio a huge shout out for letting me present my show. And also a shout out goes to you for tuning in. Again, I'm your host, Jay Morrison, and have a great day. You're listening to DC Broadcasting, podcast produced by the radio broadcasting students at Durham College.